Hi, welcome to The Bug Plug, a podcast about all things insects, arachnids, arthropods, creepies, and crawlies. I'm Kaylee, and today we're learning about cabbage worms. Right, at this point, if you've been here for a bit, you've heard me talk about my garden and my flower beds like every week. I use them in conversations here when we're talking about bugs that I see outside and things. And this week, the whole episode is about one specific experience I had for the very first time like this past week. So a little bit of a story time. Back in early March, I started a bunch of seeds inside with the intention of moving them outside after the threat of frost had passed. In this, I got out just like a little bit out of control and got some bigger plants um, like at the same time as all of the seeds to again start inside and move outside. So I had a blueberry bush and some Brussels sprout plants that were not seeds. So all of the seedlings and then those two bigger plants moved outside the very first of April, and it's now May. In the last couple of weeks, I noticed that something was eating the leaves off of my Brussels sprouts. And I mentioned it to like multiple people and was trying to get some praying mantids to help the situation. Well, mystery solved. My husband and I went out on the back porch by the sprouts and I saw worms, like literally hundreds all over my Brussels sprouts and my radishes. So it turns out I have cabbage worms. I did a little bit of research, so you know, we're here. Cabbage worms are actually caterpillars that turn into these cute little white or almost like a pale yellow moth with little black spots. The caterpillars are often a soft green color with like little yellow or lime green spots or like stripes. They're super soft feeling, which I know from experience. They start out quite small, and then they get larger and fatter as they age, just like all caterpillars. They then undergo a metamorphosis inside a chrysalis before emerging as an adult moth. I have pictures of these worms, the chrysalises, and the moths over on our Instagram page at bugplugpod. They are most often found on things like cabbage, kale, cauliflower, broccoli, and other members of the cabbage vegetable family, and I do say most often um, because, I, like I said, I did see them on my radishes, and I think they've been on my spinach, too. When I say they eat the leaves, I mean they eat all of the leaves. I have one Brussels sprout plant with literally no leaves, just like the stalks and the veins. The other couple of them that I have look a little bit better, but they're still pretty sad. Like, I'm a little worried for my Brussels sprout production. The caterpillars hatch in early to mid-spring and are caterpillars for like two or three weeks. The eggs are laid on the same plants that they've been eating but can also be found on other adjacent plants, on the soil around the plant, just sort of like on or near the food source, I guess. The moths do act as pollinators in the same way that most like flying insects pollinate. So it's not like they're super helpful. I went back and forth for a few days on what to do to the cabbage worms. At first I figured I'd just let them live their lives, happy as little clams on my Brussels sprouts. But then, okay, so I have this goal (laughs) of being super self-sufficient with my vegetables. So we're growing 
basically any vegetable that we eat, we are currently growing outside. And I just, you know, I started making my own oat milk. We started this garden and I just, I feel like a little pioneer over here. And so my goal of being super self-sufficient with my veggies really got to me. And I couldn't stand for this attack on me, on my family. So I was very much looking forward, you know, to having my Brussels sprouts and all of my veggies, really. And after all the time and planning that went into my garden, I just, I really didn't want to let the worms win. So a lot of online articles gave recommendations on like what pesticides to use to get rid of them. But you know, I don't play that game. So here's what I did. If you have cabbage worms, maybe don't take notes because, well, we'll get to it. So the day before writing this episode, like a few days before recording it, I guess. It's been several days. I got home from work and prepared a bowl of leftover coffee and water. I was going to do soapy water, but that had me worried for my plants and for any like poor birds or anything else that might eat the caterpillars. And I put coffee in my plant water pretty often, so it seemed like a safe bet to like be pretty environmentally safe, but also maybe not great for those caterpillars. So I go outside with my coffee water. Now this is, this gets a little gross. I went out to pick the caterpillars and put them in the water. And this worked great for the first worm, who was definitely the biggest. He was huge. So I grab him, right? And I just sort of flick him into the water. Everything works out great. And I'm like, this is going to be a snap. Love this. The second caterpillar I grabbed just sort of exploded in my hand. (laughs) I guess I used too much pressure. So then I went and got some gloves because gross. And then I methodically picked off all the caterpillars and plopped them into the coffee water bowl. I'm starting to feel just like really good for getting them all before I looked down and noticed that they were starting to crawl out of the bowl. So then I went and dumped it in part of the yard that I thought was far enough away for them to like not be a problem to those plants anymore. Um, Like half of them ended up dying from me pulling them off because I squished them on accident. The other half got released into my yard. They might have been eaten. They might have died of starvation. They might be living their best lives in my yard. I don't know. Don't know what's happening with those. Will my plants be okay? I don't know. Maybe. Uh, The one with no leaves will probably die. The others just may not produce as well due to the damage. I'll be checking on them every day to make sure that there aren't any more worms as there are definitely eggs on the plant that I washed off, but like, I'm sure more will get added over time because I do see the little moths and they do make me super happy to see, but now that I know that they're going to kill my plants, I'm a little less excited to see them. Um, so far it's been like not quite a week and I haven't seen any more worms and I do check every day. Was the coffee water plant a good one? Honestly, no. That's why I said if you have caterpillar worms, caterpillar worms, cabbage worms, maybe don't take notes. Um, But it did keep them contained until I could relocate them. Would squishing them all have been better? Maybe. Would releasing some praying mantids be a good plan to contain the population? Absolutely. 
I got some. So when I wrote this episode, I didn't have them yet. But at the time of recording, I had I had just released them like two days before I recorded this episode. So I have released two praying mantid um, egg sacs. They won't hatch for another week or two, but they're out there. And then I also got ladybugs for my front porch. I've talked about that for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks about how I want beneficial bugs out front. So I bought 150 ladybugs. I released them on Friday. And then as of Sunday, I still have, like they're still out there. So that's very exciting. I'm hoping once the mantids hatch that a lot of my, um, the bad bugs will be taken care of, which will be great. Um, backing up just a little bit because I got off topic. If you do have cabbage worms, they're very easy to pick off and dispose of in any way you want. I did step on one and it made a gross little slime spot, but you can step on them, you can pinch them, you can just pull them off. Um, releasing larger beneficial bugs like mantids is also a really good plan. I don't know where all of my spiders are, so I assumed they would be taken care of. I assumed the cabbage worms would be taken care of by the spiders, like before a problem even really started. But I haven't seen that many yet this year, so maybe they just aren't all awake yet. I've seen like a couple of little wolf spiders and a couple little jumping spiders, but last year I had so many. So I don't know. I don't know where all my beneficial bugs are, but hopefully when the mantids hatch and the spiders fully come out, my cabbage worm situation will be kind of taken care of. Will it pet? No. But I did almost keep them as like outdoor pets when I was going to sacrifice my sprouts to them. They were kind of fun to watch. So the bigger ones were large enough that you could like see them eating and moving and doing all the things. And I got to admit, I watched one of them eat a full <laughs> Brussels sprout leaf one day because it was just kind of interesting. They're kind of fun to watch, but you know, they, they will eat your plants. Alrighty, let's recap and close this one out. Cabbage worms are not worms, they're caterpillars, and they affect more than just cabbage. They like Brussels sprouts and broccoli and cauliflower and, and those types of things, but they will eat just about anything, apparently, because they did eat some of my radishes. They're very easy to take care of. Um, without the use of pesticides, you can just pick them off. They're very easy to squish, which I know from personal experience. They do, do turn into cute little moths, but honestly, no part of them is super beneficial, which I hate to say. So if you have to get rid of them, I'm all for it because I did it, but do it in a, a very safe way that won't affect any of the other more beneficial bugs or just the ecosystem as a whole. You know I don't like pesticides. I think that's where we're going to end this one. Thank you so much for learning with me today. I'll see you next week here on the Bug Plug Podcast. Mm-hmm.